0: Today's episode of Real Talk Christian Podcast is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. The goal of the CSB is to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity, all while maintaining both accuracy and readability. With beautiful designs and multiple study Bible options, everyone from adults to teens and even children can find a CSB Bible that they enjoy. Learn more at csbible.com. Again, that's csbible.com.
1: Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations about faith, culture, and society. I'm your host, Chris Fuller. And I'm Mark Hyde. And on today's episode, we're going to be asking the question, uh, is God still there when we're anxious and dealing with depression? Is he not? I don't know. We're going to find out. What do you think, Mark? I'm ready to find out myself. All right, let's go. Let's go. That's a bop,
0: dude! I love our <laughs> intro music, man.
1: We've been doing it for a while, but every time it's like, all right.
0: I mean, we had uh, we had uh, Paradise was our first intro, right?
1: Paradise from Paul and Grin. and then, and then we had uh, Joy, Joy, which that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Do, right?
0: do, 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 do. But yeah. this is
1: fun, and then and then this one, I don't even remember what it's called, but it's just I don't know. But the thing I like about it is it. we've gotten it down to a point
0: where we always faded out right at that, that little baseline intro. It's, just, and, mm. it's so easy to find the cues now. <laughs> it's so easy to
1: find the cues. I don't know if we'll change from this for a while. Maybe.
0: I don't know, but I like it right now. I like it. I like, Do you like it, listener? I hope you like it, listener. But either way, welcome back, Fuller. Welcome back, podcast fam. We're glad you're here again. We are glad. If you are new to the podcast, we are so thankful that you found us. Let us know how you found us. Go to Instagram, Facebook, Real Talk Christian Podcast. Pretty much everywhere, realtalkchristianpodcast.com, realtalkchristianpodcast at gmail.com, realtalkchristianpodcast, Instagram, Facebook, just Twitter. Just type in Real Talk YouTube, Christian Podcast and you'll find us. All the places, because we want to know that you found us and that you listen and that you were able to just hang out with us for a little bit.
1: And honestly, we care about you and we want to hear back from you and, and get your thoughts on the episode and continue the conversation. We always encourage people to reach out so we can continue the conversations on each episode, and episodes pass. I love it.
0: Speaking of continuing conversations, tell you what, man, we have some of the most random conversations (sighs) between episodes. We're everywhere. Because we always do two episodes at a time. Well, it's
1: okay. So you got here at 6.05-ish, right? Yeah, 6.06. Was well, did, did you see you, that I shared my ETA I did, with you and I? Could, I tracked your driving the entire time. <laughs> I figured it was I'm, awesome. It was well, like I was driving oh, like oh I'm there like, is. I'm
0: like oh I'm, I'm like six he minutes just, late. He
1: just turned down Cedar. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I did. I, I I saw that. I liked it. But uh, so you got here at like six oh five six oh six. Yep. And we, we always chat with Janine. We hang out we, for a little bit with the kids. We chatted till about we started podcasting. What about, about seven o'clock? Somewhere around there, got done about 8:05, 8:10 with the first episode because we always batch record at least two episodes uh, every time we get together. Yep. And then now we've been just chit-chatting since like 8:10 to it's now currently 9:30 at night. And, and we're we like, already, we, should we probably already drank start. our cup of coffee. We we, we were chatting and just lost track of everything and just drank our <laughs> coffee. So we're not going to be drinking coffee on this episode, but we are going to talk oh, that's, about the that's coffee.
0: That's a lie because I still have some.
1: Oh, I have none.
0: Mm. Question, what is this mug? Okay, so the mug I'm using is a Buzz Lightyear mug. So
1: that actually came from the Disney store. And it's different. Can we talk about the fact that our mall is pathetic now? And you know what? I don't have the. Disney I have store. not been to the mall since the loss of the Disney store. Um, I, I think I've been no to
0: two or three times. One was just because I well, I had just Evie or something like that, so I was sure. just walking her and pushing when she was still a baby. Other reason why is because I had to go to the Apple store. Oh yeah, I had, I had to go to the Apple store to to, to have them look at my watch.
1: Then the third one was I went to Flat Top for oh, dinner. You know what? You know? I lied. So I just went to Barnes and Noble's a couple couple weeks or a month but
0: that's that awkward there. thing well it's if like, people aren't from here it's we have like the mall and then they put a strip mall like, on the mall in front of the mall so like, barnes, like and Noble, barnes and Noble, you can go into the mall but then there's a whole strip of restaurants and shops where right. you go in from the outside like a strip yeah, mall right but you can't get into the actual mall from exactly those
1: shops. yeah so it's just yeah it's one of those weird things but yeah i did go to barnes and nobles a couple months back and what so what did you get I didn't get a book. We were looking for, I wanted to, I was trying to find puzzles. I like like the little puzzles that you got to figure out.
0: Wait, wait, really?
1: Yeah, I've got several of them I where like the puzzle boxes and stuff like that. I do them all the time. I you love never, them.
0: I don't think you, we have ever talked about that on this show or in our relationship. No, yeah, probably not. Why wasn't that a dating
1: question from last episode? I Because it didn't come up on the phone on the party queue. So, so
0: legitimately, though. So I like to solve puzzles. Like those Chinese puzzles? Yeah, and the-, d-
1: the different puzzles. I also like to, like, Janelle and I like to get, like, the unsolved case files, like the murder mystery case Shut files. Up, and we like really? to solve those. Yep, yep. So we gotta, we actually got one we got to do. Uh, we have it done. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can buy them on Amazon for like 20 bucks, and they send you all this evidence. you got to figure out who the killer is. So it's basically like the game Clue. It's Clue on steroids. On steroids so for the, adults. So the last time we had, I think it was like 50 pieces of evidence we had to go through, like newspapers and just different pictures and just different things. And we had to solve the killer. And when you find the killer out, you go to the website, and you put the who you think the killer is, and then you hit enter, and they tell you whether you got it right or not. And it took us about two and a half hours to figure it out and it was awesome. It was just it was a great like in-house date night after the kids went to bed. It was great. I like to so. play hand and
0: foot. What? Hand and foot with playing cards? You never heard of hand and foot? Okay, let me just ask you: Do you know what euchre is at least? Yes. Okay, you know how many people outside of Indiana know anything about euchre? Well, that's because the answer is no. It's
1: a it's a midwestern it's a
0: midwestern game. So Beth doesn't know about euchre though because she grew up south of Indy. Yeah. And then Knoxville, she's like, "What's euchre?" I'm like, "Oh, girl, we gotta play
1: some euchre." But you need other people to play euchre. What, you ever played the crazy game? The crazy game or crazy eights No crazy game? The crazy game with cards. It's very similar to euchre. Okay, it's similar, but it's not. It's it's an Ohioan thing. Ohioan. I learned from Janiel's parents. They like, yeah, their family taught us this. It's called The Crazy Game. That's what it's called. I've never heard of it. And they've got like a whole sheet of all the rules and stuff. And yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah, it's an Beth, awesome fun so, game. Yeah,
0: Beth's family. I'm going to look that one up because Beth's family is obsessed with card games. Not board games, but card, card games. games. So we do a lot of... Um, Rummy? Did you play Rummy ever? Um, I did with uh, Dandy Randy. <sighs> I
1: love no Michigan.
0: that was Michi- Michigan Rummy where it's like three different games in one. No, no. I'm playing like Rummy Rummy 500. Okay, I think Rummy. Beth's family does that. But we did a lot of hand and foot. We did a lot of uh, books and runs, but you Mm -hmm. play that with rook cards. That's the easiest way to do it. And then just, you know, classic rook. Um, But with her family, man, we'll play books and runs or uh, hand and foot a lot. So so hand and foot is kind of like, did you ever play spades?
1: Yep. Or hearts? Yep. It's kind
0: of the same. It's not for people who are, you know, it's. You're, you're, you're trying to basically collect books in front of you, and those are points and whatever. But, but either way, so, yeah, they're a big-time card game. So. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't do murder mysteries. We do, oh, we do a lot like Ticket to Ride and Books and Runs. Yeah. and Ticket and to Ride, games. that's like a board game. That is a board We do, the, we, but Man, that's Beth a does board games, but Ticket yeah. to
1: Ride. I love so, board games. Um,
0: for Easter, we actually bought the kids the Junior Virgin. Oh, okay. So we're going to get them that, and we also bought Clue Junior.
1: So I used to get together so in, in my and our old. So I should smoke. say Beth
0: loves board games and
1: her sister does too. But the sure. the
0: Schneider family is a card game. Did
1: favorite. you ever play um, Settlers of Catan? I or Carcassonne. Love,
0: oh, so Carcassonne. I introduced that to Beth because that's one of my favorites. I have Carcassonne on my phone.
1: Yeah, I play the digital version all the time. So.
0: um... As a pass between peers. So back at Northland, I was working full-time, you know, full-time hours, full-time student. Right. Was a newlywed. I mean, I was busy. So what I would do is intentionally leave my office five to ten minutes early, get to my next class right after lunch. And I knew no one was going to be in there for ten minutes. So I would play a round of Ticket to Ride or uh, Carcassonne or Settlers before class. Yes. On my iPad. Yes. And that was 2011. No, that's 2012. But let me, 2013. Ask, let
1: me ask you a very important question, but, which could make or break our friendship. But I do love Settlers of Catan.
0: That's one of my favorite ones to play. But no one wants to play it with me. No one wants to play it with me. I'll play it me. with you.
1: But let me ask you an important question that's imperative to whether our friendship will last. Yes, I do love you. What about, do you play Risk? I thoroughly enjoy Risk. I love Risk,
0: except... I can't really play a game more than two and a half to three hours. That's
1: how I am. It's like if, if it's not over within like three hours, it's like So you all know right, let's be just fun call for it, us to do. Let's have a date night, a double date night with Risk. Well, how obviously. About- <laughs> no, no, but Risk <laughs> Jr. It sound
0: here hear me out, people. Because it goes quicker. Risk Jr. is the exact same game as Risk, same right. play. It's just instead of all of these countries, it's basically like Eight—it's not really eight continents because it splits some things up in half or whatever you know—but literally, it's the exact same game of Risk, but shorter. So you can play one game in like forty-five minutes. So
1: let's talk about amazing. Let's let's quickly because we're already at ten minutes. Let's quickly talk about your strategy on Risk. What is like the main thing that you always try to get? Go fast and hard. Go fast and hard. Where any strategic place, dude? So you're gonna you're gonna love me for this.
0: I haven't played Risk in years. I mean, we're talking like early college. All right. So I haven't played
1: probably I used to college. go for Australia. I think Australia was always my strategy. Australia, and you only have a couple guys, and then you load up on Siam, the entry into Australia. So that's your strong front. Because as long as you hold that country, they can't get into Australia to take any of those countries. So you constantly keep one guy on all of Australia, so you keep getting the extra guys, and you throw all your battalions onto Siam.
0: So check all this out. Okay, so here this will go into this will go into Texas holding poker too, right? Okay. What's so is your strategy more of defense or on the attack? For your for your 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 typical strategy for games, are you normally more aggressive or more reserved? It
1: depends on who I play.
0: Okay. No, but how about, okay, because Settle to Catan, you have to go aggressive you have you're going to lose. Same with uh, Carcassonne. Right. You have you to have go aggressive. To, you got to go. With aggressive. farmers, you got to go aggressive with farmers. Right. Yep. But, like, okay, so what I mean is, is like in, in Texas Hold'em, yeah. I am a very passive player. So I normally am always in the last few people. I'm passive
1: to an extent, and then I go. But the passive. Euchre, I can't be. But meet. passivity, what it gets me is when I need to bluff. I can bluff because they're like, well, he's been playing pretty conservative this whole time, so he's got to have something and I can usually take.
0: Something so I have nothing. had I've had to learn about what games, for lack of a better, like like euchre. You, you got to be ballsy to win. Yeah. You have to be, or else like, you're going to lose. Sure. Um, but yeah, but with with risk, like when I say go hard and go fast, that's what I mean. Like I take over a couple countries and then just hang out. See, what's nice I'm about risk, passive. risk junior, you cannot. You either go or you lose. So right. it's it's so I don't know. I pl- I played it with my little cousin. Years ago, and sure. that's what he was obsessed with. So, I'm like, let's play. I'm like, fine, whatever. You know, we'll, 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 we'll appease you because I'm basically the same age as if, if he was my nephew type thing. Right. And we played once, and I'm like, can we play again? Yeah. Can we play again? Right. Can we play again? This right. is amazing. So, I'm hoping that's what's going to be the case. with take it to Right Jr. There you go. Cl- Clue Jr. We already, play, my mom is obsessed with board games. We yeah. grew up playing games every single day. Monopoly Jr. She loved paydays. So we played Payday. Oh, yeah. I love Payday. Uh, but I learned how to count. Money with Monopoly. But sure. with Monopoly sure. Jr., we had life, all the yep. versions. My favorite was twist and turns because you chose what path you wanted to go right. and it was all digital, sure. so you have to count yeah.
1: anything. But Yeah. I mean we like playing board games all growing up too. And then uh Janine and I love playing board games until we started having kids and like, okay, when are we going to have time and even once in a while now when the kids go to bed, we still play board games, but not as often as we used to when we were first married or dating or anything like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, I mean, so. I I need you better as a, as a husband about doing this, but there's a time where it, it, it's all based on the season and what we're doing. Sure. Like right now, we're working on repainting the kitchen cabinet, so sure. that's our free so, time. So, yeah, we're, when
1: you got free time at night, you're doing stuff. But
0: now, to tell you what, man, there's nothing better than just hanging out with Beth, playing a board game, cards, got a glass of wine,
1: and you're just having a good time. But together, I like, you know? me and Janiel love to put together puzzles. We used to put together puzzles all the time. So much fun. Beth is obsessed with this puzzle app on her iPad. Oh, she yeah? does it every
0: night. I'm not a big puzzle guy. This is going to sound funny. It hurts my back. It really hurts my back to do puzzles. Well,
1: you got to get a comfortable
0: chair. Well, I know, but it's more the fact of I sit all day anyway, so I don't really like yeah, to sit unless true. I'm in the bed because then I can recline a little bit. But right. I'm not a big puzzle guy. Mm. I'm really not. See, I love puzzles. But
1: anyways, we should probably move on since we've had a 14-minute <laughs> banter going on or 13 we should.
0: So, so long story short, we have coffee. We finished it. It's the same stuff we drank last episode, right? The Nicaraguan yep. from Sabrina up in Canada? Correct. Sabrina, yep. this stuff's amazing. It's so good. Thank and actually, you.
1: this is the last of it. This is like the last of the coffee from her. So actually, you know what? It's I haven't messaged her yet.
0: I got to tell you this. Did you know that she found our, Sabrina found our show because of Beth? Really? She followed Beth, and then Beth was on our show, and then you know Beth married one of the guys on the show, and Sabrina is now a lifelong I, fan. I, so in that Christmas card, your boy got like a sentence. Beth got a book. So
1: I in I, our I, Christmas card, I cracked up. I cracked up at the fact of uh, Beth's story today that she put out. Did you watch her story today? Which one about about the about the poop toys? No, the one where she's all like, "I'm trying to get some stuff done, and so if you give me like send me some suggestions on some like I really like podcasts. I mean, I." Went on a podcast and married a guy from a podcast. So, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I started dying that laughing. Story, and I'm like, yep. oh, that's hilarious, Beth. <laughs> she is okay. She's trying real
0: hard to make sure her episodes are the top episodes. Oh, that's hundred percent. I'm fine with that. I don't care. Hundred percent. But, but either way, so you know, all we gotta say is we're drinking the Nicaraguan from the one. Co- I, don't, I don't remember what the coffee shop name is from up there remember. in Canada.
1: It was the one with the goose. I remember that. I want the goose, but, but Sabrina, with the Canadian thank goose you for
0: that. And if you podcast listener want to send us coffee, we'll talk about it on the show. Free, feel free to send us
1: a message. We'll tell you where to send we'll it. We'll tell you where to send it, or you can just look up our business address and send it there. That's true. That's true. That's true.
0: Or you can just go to brewfourcoffeeco and get some of your coffee and use that coupon code RTC, R-T-C. for ten percent off. And we haven't said this in a while, but we said this before. We get no sponsorship money from this Nothing. coffee company intentionally because we want to come alongside another agency that's helping support foster kids and adoption right. and all, all these different things. It's a beautiful thing. We don't want to take any of their money. We want the proceeds to go back to them. And all we do is talk about the
1: coffee on the show. That's all. And
0: that's right all now, we're currently at a Brew It For Coffee, so we're waiting for our next bags, Jared. Yes, we we're, are. We are awaiting.
1: I am itching.
0: And that's, so, that's not a slam. That's more just, it's, we're, we're no, literally like, just waiting. It's because just
1: such good coffee. It, we, we drink just, it. We yeah, drink
0: it too fast oh, at our house. We do we drink too. it way too
1: fast. <laughs> we do too. So anyways, let's move on to the party cues real fast. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do two party cues and then we'll move on to the review and then jump into the right, episode. because if cause you're new, we do this be... every
0: episode where we want you guys to get to know us a little bit yeah, we, started at... we ask you guys to let us know who you are and we want this to be our fun relationship.
1: Yeah, we want you guys to know who we are. And and so these, we've been doing this for like, I don't know, oh. probably 50 or 60 or 70 or episodes. Oh, I think about say years. I'm no. like, dang, bro. No, lots of episodes. So. Lots of episodes. So, anyways, all right. So, Mark picked up the category today is work from home. Does remote work have downsides? Uh, yes. You can answer this one cuz I don't work for, I mean, my
0: job is work from home. Like I yeah, work from home. Right. I'm I'm my own business. Right. Markhi.com if you need any website needs. Um, but other downsides? Um Yes, if you I I don't know. For me, I am doing much better working from home with Beth being home because I don't feel like I'm always alone. Mm. I think that's probably the big thing is, gotcha. is the fact of always being stuck alone or mm. or whatnot. But the, the 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 perk is is I can get more jobs like I, like I can work less hours and have the same productivity as if I was in an office place because I don't have as much water cooler time. Or, like, distraction time or, or anything like that. Like, you know, when I was at the church, you know, Sosha and I would talk about an hour every day or, or longer. Right. And it wasn't bad conversations. Sure. But it was more of, like, this is, this is focused in time. So I guess I'll say, working from home, my relationships, I feel, have suffered in some regards, and but, my social inkling. So whenever I get a lot of social interaction, Beth is like, Wow, you just had a whole big massive people sugar rush
1: there, didn't you, boss? Because I'm just too hyper. And I don't go to sleep when I'm I'll, around people. I'll, I'll attest to that. You, you do kind of like, brrr, like a shotgun and a machine gun when put together, people. like a lot of information really fast. Yep, that's true. <laughs> that's that's right, true. Though. That's why we love you. We have another good question. That, right. was,
0: that was. So do we need to switch categories? So I
1: did. Okay. 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 I did because the next one was another question is like, it's like, what current project are you working on? I'm like, I don't have nothing. I don't work from. I don't work from home. So this one's called how many, how many, how many, how many tweets have you actually had a significant impact on you? How many tweets have actually had a significant impact on you?
0: I don't do Twitter.
1: That's, I don't either. I mean, I do for the podcast, but I don't do Twitter. All right, let's move on to another one. How many times have you received over $10,000 at once? I can honestly say twice I've had it both times i sold my house i'll say i'm like the only time i have when i <laughs> sold my house that's the only time both times i sold my house i had it and then it was gone poof, in the next house so yep
0: my house that's that's about it well those questions were not very great but we had a lot of other yeah. interesting conversations to get sure. about board games and card games and all that kind yeah of fun, i Jess.
1: think they learned a lot about they sure that. did so and anyways let's uh before
0: we continue though we got one
1: last we thing get, we gotta we gotta read the review
0: right so if you are listening on apple podcast which Honestly, our Spotify community is growing like crazy. I think
1: seventy-eight percent of our listens happen on Spotify. Is it that high? I think it's that high. Okay, so let me let me go to Spotify real quick. And just, apparently, if you well, while you are going there, if you are listening on Spotify, thank you. Go ahead and leave us a rating, and then we, we have
0: to, seventy-one ratings on Spotify. Spotify's about to overtake Apple Podcast, and then ratings. jump
1: over to Apple uh, iPod, Apple iPod. Wow, Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. And leave us a review because those reviews help us and the algorithms get us into the ears of other listeners. So as part of our RTC family, we need your help.
0: It's true. So check this out. We have 73 reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts, 71 on Spotify. Wow. So Spotify is catching up. Yep. So thank you for doing that for us. But this review comes from Michaela J. Rios, and it says, thought-provoking and challenging. My husband showed me this podcast and we have been binging all the episodes. Many of these questions we have had ourselves and we love hearing the different perspectives Mark and Chris dive into. You spelled my name right. She spelled it with a C. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This has challenged and encouraged us to dive deeper into the word, open up more of these discussions within our own marriage. It has also helped us question the set perspectives and opinions Mm. we do have and challenge if there is any truth in those opinions. Thank you for the podcast. Keep it up. All the love from Houston, Texas, baby. Boop,
1: boop, long horns.
0: <laughs> no, it's hook 'em horns.
1: Well, whatever. The, you, they, but they're the long they're the well, Texas. Yeah, but you
0: gotta, you gotta hook 'em my dad grew up I mean, my dad grew up Texas, so we hook 'em horns. Okay. As well, a kid
1: I always thought it was this, but no, that's that tang loose. Tang loose or I love you or whatever. I don't
0: know, go Irish. Oh no, that's
1: yeah, there you go. <laughs> cheer, cheer! For but either way, Michaela, day. we
0: appreciate you just like always. If you leave us a review, hit us up so we can send you a mini swag bag because we making we're, we're working on making them a little better.
1: We are we well. Hopefully, better. by the time this podcast airs this episode, uh it'd be dope. Maybe it'd be done. It'd be dope. Oh, so you should reach out because you might get the special. I don't know.
0: And here here's the deal. You know, we have a lot of people who leave us comments over on YouTube. We have sure. a lot of people who message us. Right. If you just message us and you're like, hey, I would love to support the show. Can I have a mini swag bag? Is that cool for people to reach out to? Yeah, heck
1: yeah. Cuz yeah, we have so we want to send you
0: stickers and pins and all the fun things. Yeah. P-
1: pins like the not like pens, but pins. That'd be cool though too. Well, eventually, maybe we'll get there, but we but haven't made it there yet. At the
0: end of the day, we would love to... We don't. Okay, a lot of podcasts, you go to their show, they sell stickers. We don't want to sell stickers. We just want to mail them to you. I mean, you on know? our
1: new shop, they're going to be for sale. But, yeah, but you can buy them, or you can just ask just us, ask a, and we'll send them.
0: And even if you say, hey, I just want stickers, I don't want the other stuff, dude, we'll just slap it in a thank you card and
1: you know send it to your way. Just, just send it on. We way. just
0: want to let you guys spread the love, and we want to spread the love to you guys, we, too.
1: We honestly, uh, there's no way we would be able to reach the community that we have, including you guys, uh, if, if it wasn't for you guys sharing the podcast. And so, uh, this isn't our podcast. This is your podcast. So if you want other people, if you're encouraged by this podcast, or even if we're just provoking new thoughts of, Hey, I never thought about this before, you know, it's challenging my opinion. Even though I may stick to my opinion and disagree with these guys, if it's ever done that for you, share. Share that with other people. Yeah, definitely Um, share it on your social media accounts, whatever, you know, that's the only way that this podcast will grow. And not only that, but our community and our family will grow. Yeah. Because honestly, one of these days I'd like to get like a, like a forum going of just RTC where like all of our listeners, like a Facebook group. Yeah. Like all of our listeners can interact and let us know cool. if you'd
0: be, a, I mean, hey, if you guys want a Facebook group, we we'll, can make we'll, one. We'll easy just, enough we'll just to do, do that. It. It's easy enough. Let to us do.
1: know. If I've if we get two people that say they want it, I'm going to put, we're going to do it. Two people? Two people. Not, not including you and me, but two, two people. Two, two people other than us. Okay. We'll I do it. I like it, it. but the, you got to let us know. You got to let us know, though. Two people have to let us know. If you guys I want like a Facebook group to where you guys can interact, not just with us, because we'll interact too, but with other listeners. I'm down.
0: I am down. To build this community. And that actually helps you ask questions inside of the group that we can respond to. And if one of your questions has been, is God still there in the midst of our anxiety and depression? You are in the right spot.
1: Yeah. So anxiety and depression, this is something that I know that I've battled with. I know that you've battled with. Mm -hmm. Um, and many, many others that have reached out to us have had questions on or other people that we know have battled with. Like, you like that transition, though? That was smooth. I did. That was a very was smooth, smooth transition. That's why I'm sitting my arms crossed. I'm like, and I'm I proud just, of myself. I just picked up with it. And I'm like, okay, you're going to pass me the ball. I'm just going to run and <laughs> That's slam what I do. I'm, I'm just going to toss it to you, homie. <laughs> well, before we dive into it, I want to read a quick quote by Charles Spurgeon because I Ooh, know, Mark, how much goat. you love quotes. And I quotes love and Charles stats. Spurgeon. Quotes I you, and stats. I, I get you, both? You're getting both this episode. I get episode. both. getting both.
0: And I get me some Spurgeon. Yes. Man, take me now, Jesus. I'm a happy
1: man. (laughs) All right. So Spurgeon says, fits of depression come over the most of us, which is pretty awesome because I didn't realize he struggled with so much I just learned this past Sunday that he struggled with it. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. Uh, Usually cheerful as we may be, we must at intervals be cast down. The strong are not always vigorous. The wise, not always ready. The brave, not always courageous. And the joyous, not always happy. And he worded it. In a way, man. only the prince of preachers could word it, man. Man, so um, let's let's talk about some statistics of depression. Okay, it's got I got some anxiety in here, but it's mostly depression, right? Okay. Um, so, major depressive disorder affects approximately seventeen point three million American adults, or about seven point one percent of the U.S. population age eighteen and older in a given year. Major depressive disorder is. More prevalent in women than in men,
0: and this is major depression. So is, major, that, is that major depressive so disorder? So that's different than "quote unquote" minor depression. I, I guess so. Okay, I'm I'm just legitimately asking, so I don't know. So this
1: comes me. from the dballiance.org, which we'll have this link in the show. We'll have all the links in the show notes, we always do. Yep. Uh, 1.9 million children ages three to seventeen have been diagnosed with depression. Wow. Adults with a depressive disorder or symptoms have a 64% greater risk of developing coronary artery disease. Uh, Depression is the cause of over two thirds of the 30,000 reported suicides in Mm. the U S each year. That's sad for every two homicides committed in the United States. There are three suicides. The suicide rate for older adults is more than 50% higher than the rate of the nation as a whole. Up to two thirds of older adult suicides are attributed to untreated or misdiagnosed depression. The lifetime risk of suicide among patients with untreated depressive disorder is nearly 20%. Suicide was the second leading cause of death among individuals between the ages of 10 and 34. Mm. And the fourth leading cause of death among individuals between the ages of 35 and 54 from 2001 through 2017. For the total population, the total suicide rate increased 31% from 10.7 to 14 per 100,000 people. So that's wow. a lot of stats, but it, it just goes to show that there's a lot of people that struggle and, with depression. And my depression. question
0: coming out of this is, why the heck are we not talking about this in the church?
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, to me, this is one of the big issues that is going on in our not just in the church, but in our communities. Well, it's if this is the second
0: leading cause of
1: death. If forever two murders, there's, there's three, three suicides. suicides. Why so, are we
0: not talking? I mean, now, I will say, the world has been talking about mental health like crazy sure, lately. Sure, sure. But the, uh, but but the church, like the church is it. scared of it.
1: Right. So, what are some most common reasons for anxiety and depression? Now, these are not all the reasons. These are not and these all are, the they, causes. And these are not our opinions.
0: This is this from is, medical journals.
1: This is just from uh, Everyday Health like it's, and it's, from Healthline.com. Yeah, That's it's, where these two... It's not a medical journal, but right. yeah. I've kind of combined the some of the big hitters from both those articles. Can we
0: skip the third one?
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, health issues such as chemical imbalances, mental disorders, improper diet and exercise, etc. Okay. Medications, hmm. caffeine, and I, that one comes more for anxiety than depression, but hmm. it's a big thing. It's and it's a real thing. Skipping meals, negative thinking, financial concerns, parties or social events, conflict, stress, public performance, hmm. personal triggers, and abuse. So that's the big big hitters for most common for not just depression but also anxiety.
0: Yeah, that's and that's interesting. Cause especially coming out of COVID, you know, a lot of these things have been amplified, sure. I would say, since COVID with oh, finances yeah. and health issues and social structures right. and oh yeah. Just the stress and conflict in spouses and- different negative
1: thinkings. I mean, just of the state of the world right now with COVID in a pandemic still. Um, yeah, definitely a, a lot of a lot of reasons to have depression and anxiety prevalent in not just America, but in the world.
0: Yeah, and I think something to note with this, too, because, you know, and, and maybe we'll get into this later. A lot of times, you know, it kind of seems like the old way in the church was if you had these problems, you just needed to have more faith or you got to get your head out your butt or you got to make yeah. better decisions or whatnot. But a lot of these
1: or you're sinning, or and you're, that's what's causing it. Yeah, who this sinned, and, you or your parents? Right. Which we can get into that. Yeah.
0: But it seems like a lot of these things are potentially issues that are outside of our control. Sure. You know, now obviously, like sometimes anxiety and stress, like, oh, man, I just. I just don't have enough money to live and I'm stressed out. Well, dude, you have an $80,000 truck. Well, no right. duh, you're having stress and issues right. or it's like, you know, it's like, man, I just got all these conflicts and, and you know, I can't have all these relationships like, yeah, cause you're a jerk. Like so <laughs> I yeah, think there's yeah. some things that we can control B- bad choices, bad choices. Yeah, but sure. a lot of these things though is, is external weights and pressures that sure. are put on, or, because, you or know, medical reasons, or such medical as imbalances, medical
1: imbalances, or even the way you eat or exercise can cause things like that. Um, or abuse from your past. That's something that's out of our control. Personal mm-hmm. triggers from your past, different medications. Sometimes just how you're wired. Right, exactly. And so there's a lot of different things that can cause that beyond that. But, yeah, the church definitely does not talk about it. So because the church doesn't talk about it. we's going
0: to talk about we're it. We're going
1: to talk about it. And I, what better way to talk about it than some I, I put in here, time to get personal is, time to is, get is what personal. I so, – um, no, Before we get time to get personal,
0: though – do you think it's fair to make a difference throughout the bat, though, between mental illness and mental mental health, like in terms of a chemical imbalance with, you know, schizophrenia? Something outside or, of your control or, or, compared you know, to... Or, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Because um, there's, like, there's OCD, ADHD, there's schizophrenia,
1: there's bipolar, all these yes, there's, chemical imbalances. There's mental illness. Right. And then there's... Um, things that just cause anxiety and depression correct yeah and, that, that and, and, and I health. think that that is um, we're gonna talk about ways to that people can get help yeah. right there there's definitely definitely things that can help people with um, with those mental problems and we would always encourage that you go seek medical profession mm-hmm. I mean that's that's where we're gonna stand but before we get too far into that yeah 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 I know you and I both struggled and I don't know if (laughs) I didn't ask you if you were going to feel comfortable sharing, but I'm going to share, but uh, have you ever struggled with anxiety and depression? Definitely. Do you mind sharing a story from it or? Yeah,
0: no, not at all. I mean, yes, I will. No, I don't mind at all. There you go. (laughs) So I think I've mentioned this on the show, but this is the first time ever in my life recently where i've actually have had anxiety attacks mm. like waking up in the middle of the night flipping out or you know all of a sudden it's like my heart literally feel like it's beating outside my chest where i'm like beth just hold me because i'm not okay right. and some of that comes out of just the stress of life of having seven kids um and and just to be completely transparent you know I have seven kids, five I see full time, two I have shared custody over. I don't like the situation of how I have to have this shared custody and the affair and all these different things of my divorce, the stress that comes with that and the stress of work and the stress of trying to run my own business and company and a new marriage and a house and a, and a job and kids. And I mean, it's, it's a lot of external pressures that in and of themselves are not bad. It's just, gets really, really heavy to, to oversee and that didn't cause depression that just caused anxiety and, and having panic attacks and, and these different things. And and I know this is also something that, that Beth struggles with as well. And so we've we've had to go through that. But tell you what, man, I've gone through some very depressing seasons in mm-hmm. my life, very, very recent. And and you know, depressing to the point where it's more of, you know, waking up one day and realizing your entire world has changed because mm-hmm. of uh, and it wasn't even your choice to have everything changed. Mm-hmm. It was just this is someone else made a choice and I have to live with the consequences because of it. Now I I had to choose how I responded to all of it, but it didn't make it easy yeah. either, you know? And so dealing with depression specifically, I would say I probably found myself at my lowest um, multiple regards. Sometimes as a pastor, I felt very alone and very depressed in the point where I have to put on a show because I'm you know, paid to be a Christian, paid to be a professional Christian. And we don't talk
1: about it in the in the
0: church. No, and that's why a lot of pastors commit suicide, sadly, is because there's a lot of external weights and pressures, and you feel low, you feel alone. You're like, I'm, I'm running on empty. I just need some time with Jesus just to get my crap together, but I still have to lead people to Jesus, and there's a lot of yeah. depressing seasons. But I would say, when I found myself at my low, going, God, what the heck is going on? Are you even there? One was not actually when my dad died. But when my mom got remarried and we got dragged out here to South Bend, and I literally say dragged out here to South Bend, and so you know I all of a sudden found myself with a bunch of new siblings that I didn't like, or yeah. uh, just the family culture didn't fit sure. really well, and and you know my stepdad was in, and I'm like, you're not my dad, you're you're not my dad, so stop trying. Right. Um. And then having to deal with all the stuff that came out of that, with you know stepdad then leaving our family and my mom's high and dry, going, God, where the heck are you? Are you like? Not are you real, but it's more like, do you care? Mm. And so I went into a very dark place in the eighth grade. In eighth grade, I got to a very dark place going, I don't want to do this anymore. What's the point of living if this is life? I don't want to deal with this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say I was ever suicidal because mm. I don't use that term lightly, but I was at the point where i going just, what the heck is the point of this anymore? Yeah. And as an eighth grader, I was getting to the point where it's like, who really cares what decisions I make? So I started making a bunch of stupid decisions as an eighth grader. Um, because it was just, what's the point of doing this? And I eventually realized that the only person I was harming, and all this was myself. Right. Um, and then you know, fast forward a little bit later, you know, with the last, I would say, you know, three, four years of my life, and dealing, having to go through all the things that I've gone through, getting yourself to a place where you, I'm, you know, no longer married. I'm a, theoretically a part-time dad. I stepped down from my church position, so I'm no longer a pastor. I lost my entire identity in the course of six months right, and then being stripped down to nothing and having to work with a counselor and therapist to rebuild myself, to go, who am I? Who am I in Christ? Am I more than my profession? Am I more than a pastor? Am I more than a dad? Am I more than a husband? To be like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a child of God. So my identity needs to be in that, but that didn't make it easy either. And, you know, so Through all of that, I made sure I didn't shelter myself. I mean, I still see the same therapist that I've had for the last three years. Mm -hmm. I've, you and I have met consistently for you know two and a half, almost three years on this podcast. Right. Um, We had our small group for a while, but even that, I lost that because that imploded. Yeah, that dissolved. (laughs) That that dissolved between you know all the stuff that happened with with situation in my life and then other people's lives and then COVID. It it was just it was it was rough on on the church family for that. But you know, I found myself in multiple times going. God, I didn't ask for any of this. Mm -hmm. This wasn't my choice or some things, you know, they were my choice. Now I have to deal with my consequences, you know, sure. But I'm going, God, where, not, not just where are you, not, not, not this, this never made me question, God, you don't exist.
1: But where are you right now? Where
0: are you? And you're supposedly good. And last time I checked, um, a earthly father gives their kids good gifts. And supposedly you're supposed to get better gifts than earthly father did. But Mm -hmm. last time I checked, this is not a good gift. So Mm -hmm. what the heck? Right. And so I've, I found myself at a place where, um, not, not, not that I was angry at God, but literally kind of like Elijah where, you know, you have these mountaintop experiences, like, like even at church, you know, I was coming off some really high mountaintop experiences in the church world when all my stuff blew up. And then just sitting there going, uh, seriously, God, where I, I don't just just take me now. I know you're real. I just just take me now. What's the point of doing this anymore? Yeah. And that's what happened to Elijah. Right. And so that's that's where I found myself many times. So I would say my depression and anxiety have been separate. I never really had to deal with anxiety until probably this last year. Yeah. Um. But no, i I've, I've found myself many times in the place where I asked the question, God, where are you? Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. And we had an episode that we wrote out of my response to a lot of that. And I'm, I'm trying, was it finding God in the difficult times?
1: No. Um, no, that was the one with Jess. That was with Rowing. Jess.
0: There was, there was another episode that we did a while back.
1: We've done that, finding your identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. We've done, does my past affect my future? Which is episode one. So
0: episode, episode one, I don't.
1: Have we done one?
0: I think I think there was one where when you feel far from God. That's that's what it is. That that episode. I'll have to find it so we can put in the show notes. But that one we wrote out of some of my
1: response from that. Right. Yeah. So that's my story, man. But a good thing has come, right? So people are probably like, "Oh man, I'm pretty
0: sure Beth, you're a good thing, man."
1: You you know. (laughs) you, You but you mentioned a good point that that a lot of people think in those situations of, "Man, God, I thought you were." A, a father who gives better gifts than your earthly father and what's, and, and then now you see fast forward, like in the time you didn't see it, but fast forward right. and now you've got Beth, you've got five beautiful girls that came into your life that you would have never met had it not 100%. been for um, everything that went on.
0: And in the podcast has done a lot of growth out of that too. And like, and I've never been at the point where, and Beth gave me permission to speak out of her story in this. Cause she, she saw the show and she goes, you have my full permission to talk about anything you want to talk about. Right. You know, I'm, Beth, when, when she was going through a lot of fur, cause she actually is on medication. Um, she, she has anti-anxiety meds that she takes and she, I'm not on the side of God. I did all these things for you and look at all the crap I've had to go through. For me, it's more the fact of just, I thought you were good. So why is all this? Whereas part of Beth's story, it's the story
1: of Job. <laughs> exactly. So
0: part of Beth's yeah. story, I don't know if she's gone into this too much where, you know, she deals with all these hard situations in life and she's like, God, all I've ever done for you is things for you. So can you return a favor almost? Like I've yeah. done all these things for you and things are still hard and things don't go right. So mm. why? And feeling almost abandoned. Yeah. And so so for me, I almost felt that not that I was abandoned, but that just God kind of disappeared. Mm. Where I know sometimes for her and, and Beth, love you, dear, correct me if I'm wrong. She kind of had this feeling of almost... Not abandonment, but kind of like like kind of like when you do all these things for a friend and they never reciprocate. And it's like, what am I nothing to you? Mm-hmm. Type thing. Like I did everything right. Mm. I did everything right in life. I followed you to a T, and this is what I get. And I think there's a lot of people out there that feel that. Too sure. Big, with sure. Their life.
1: And I think that uh, I I don't think there's a Christian out there that hasn't felt that way at no. some point. And I'm, even me, I was like, God, look what I've, all I've yeah, done. Yeah. I mean, and I I I'm think, going. Through I don't want
0: to. I don't want to steal all the spotlight. So no. You can tell no. Me your you, story summed up, yeah, man. No,
1: you're fine. I, I just want to speak to that real fast. Yeah. Of. Um, we have to be careful in that because if we're doing things just to get things, we're doing it for the wrong reason. Right. And that's something, an important lesson that I know you've learned over the mm-hmm. past two years and that I've been learning over the past five years, six years. Um, and we'll get into that, I guess, right now. <laughs> um, I mean, we've talked about several other things. I have I mean, recently I've had a lot of anxiety, um, woke me up in the middle of the night, uh, mainly about my health, though. Mm. Um uh, you know, we had to sell our house because of the mold, and I got mold toxicity, and um, that's caused major bre- – and I got had COVID, which has caused major breathing issues with me, a lot of a lot of health issues with me um, that I never and, and had I, And I would say health issues that don't
0: make sense.
1: That don't make any sense, but I've been in and out. of I've seen so many doctors been poked and prodded so much over the past year and a half, two years that it's, it's – And you've even had to go up to Mayo, right? Well, I haven't gone yet, but I'm, I'm going up here soon, so it's just – it's been – It's been a journey of um, not understanding again thinking like hey god i've done all this for you and ever since i've you know basically once we started the podcast is when i started having major health declines it's true and so you know i've had to think okay is this just the enemy starting to trying to keep me from doing something that god you want me to do and is this a test you know is going through all this stuff like am i in a job situation here where you're trying to prove to satan or you're just trying to see if i'm going to remain faithful or, or are you working something out in me um or is it just, so the, just the, the natural tons of,
0: consequences of sin that just, we're dealing yeah, with? Yeah, just you know?
1: tons of questions that have come up in my mind, but those haven't caused me as much, much anxiety as just like waking up in the middle of the night being breathless because I tore out carpet in the house we're currently in one night, and it affected my body that much to where I could not breathe. Hmm. Ended up having to go to the emergency room that night. Oh, I remember that, and, yep. and it was just lots of sleepless nights and days, and this has been going on for two years now, um, of just just absolute health decline which has caused um anxiety not so much depression because i i have held on to hope in christ um but
0: it's caused a lot of stress a lot
1: of stress and a lot of anxiety um now i have battled depression um as i talked about in episode one of this podcast the podcast that launched the ship of does One my podcast to rule them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, does my past my, affect my future? I, I, in that episode, I talked about um, all the struggles that I had growing up in an abusive household. Mm. And that caused so much depression for me growing up in an abusive household that I regularly thought about suicide mm. on a regular basis and dealt with depression and just hated myself and hated my image and... Didn't know who, and this is a Christian home I grew yeah. up in. Yeah, now is that
0: because of what people said about you, um, or is that kind of it? was of... the
1: situation, it's, okay. You know, of uh, I was, you know, my parents were together, there was a lot of fighting going on between them, there the Physi- physical abuse between them, um, which then led into affairs. So mm-hmm. I dealt with that, and then my mom married my stepdad who was abusive to us kids, to him leaving, and then my parents getting remarried, and then my da- own dad being abusive to us. Um and I've talked about how he's grown, and I hope he doesn't get offended if he ever listens to this that I've t- telling his story, but he's grown so much since then Anyway, I don't think he cares it's just part of his past as well, right but the abuse that i that uh, I took regularly for him or the abuse that I saw or um the things that I had to witness in my own house that are are still even to this day I dream about and wake up in a, in a cold sweat from my childhood. Mm. Um, but it caused depression because I and I, I regularly thought suicide because I didn't see another way out and it was just hopelessness of I just I'd rather end it because there's I don't think I'll make it to uh, my adulthood to get out and I think my mom's gonna die or my sister's gonna die because of the abuse that's going on in the household mm. and so it caused a lot of depression in my life growing up um, which led into poor choices which led into. More poor choices, which led into depression. And really, I've only really been out of the depression um, for about six years, seven years, something like that. You know, shortly after Janelle and I met and I started getting back into church and really seeking out God, has the depression lifted? And so it's really only been about six, seven years that I've really not felt depressed um, from my childhood. I have earliest... Earliest memory is about eight years old. First time I thought about suicide. Eight years old? Eight years old. I thought Second about suicide. Second grade. Mm-hmm. Yep. My, uh, my stepfather. My step- you know how hard that is to think? Because I have a daughter who's eight years old now. My stepfather grabbed me by the hair and was dragging me downstairs as I was beating against the, these hard wood hardwood stairs in our old house uh, because he didn't like that I told him that he wasn't my real dad and the abuse we took from him. That was the very first time I remember thinking, I just need to end it because i I just don't see any, I don't have any hope. So, um, so (laughs) I understand depression (laughs) and I understand anxiety and you understand depression and anxiety. Um, and these are, it's a real thing that, um, affects people's lives. You know,
0: it's, it's a real thing that everyone has a different story. Sure. You know, and this is something I talked to my mom about recently actually is the fact of she, she point blank asked me, she goes, it seems like more and more people and and for right or wrong you know it seems like more and more people are being diagnosed with some form of depression and some form of just mental health problem mm-hmm. and she's like is it the fact that we were just oblivious 50 60 years ago was it a different culture i mean now there was a culture of you know, suck it up and do what you're supposed to do. And right. so I think there was a lot of issues that came out of that, that people were just didn't talk there was about. A, there was a
1: lot of abuse that was never talked about. Right.
0: Because that was just the way it was. Right. And, and to be, and you know, millennials were called the snowflake generation because, Oh, we're, you know, we just care about wimpy our things feelings. and our feelings yeah, and whatnot. Right. and, You know, God created us with emotions and feelings, and Jesus even felt. I mean, he cried when when Lazarus died. Sure, you know, and so he he felt the emotions that came along with it, and that's the thing is the fact of you know Jesus understands our emotions because the Bible even talks about what's that passage where, um, not the fact of that he was tempted in the same way that we were, um, but he found himself in the form of a man, and Mm -hmm. therefore he has felt everything that we have ever felt mm-hmm. which does which makes me think okay did jesus ever feel anxious or did jesus ever struggle with bouts of depression you know because i don't necessarily think anxiety and depression are sins
1: no i th- i i think it's i more, think he dealt with anxiety in the garden of Gethsemane before he went to the cross which is well, part of he his was, prayer you only what, sweat blood when you are at that <laughs> extreme level that's what i'm saying so I, I think there was definitely some anxiety there of Lord, if if it be your will to, that this cap cup passes from me, I mean, let it be. And we word that will so
0: nicely. Where's the fact of, um, yo, I don't want to do this.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what. If it,
0: there's any other way, that'd be nice, right?
1: But I'll do what you what you need me to do, right? So, um,
0: and that's what I'm saying. So the fact of Jesus knows our struggles, He knows our pains, He knows our yeah, burdens, because He, he sure. felt the same things that we felt. And
1: we'll and we'll get into that yeah. a little bit more of of some of the promises that God does give to us but before we go there mark besides you and i do you, i mean do you know of oh, anybody yeah, talk, that,
0: i mean I, I mean you know beth is one where and, sure. and i'll just say this because she is one um if you do struggle with certain things and you you know you want to talk with someone beth is always open yeah um you know just find her on instagram at tribeified that's not an ad that's just a little what well who she is and so beth is one where she shares openly about the fact, and, and she's not a mental health advocate. Sure. It's more of just she's very honest with, with with who she is and the struggles that she has. But, yeah, no, I mean, being a youth pastor, I have seen so many teens come through mm. with with mental health, uh, for for lack of a better word, issues. Right. And the fact of, yeah, you got some things you got to work on. You probably, like, like I've even told different teens in different colleges, you need to go see a therapist. You yep. need to go see a psychologist because- mm-hmm you're not okay. You need to process some of the stuff out. It's not okay to keep it in. And so, you know, my, my time as both a youth pastor and then also dealing with adults in the associate pastor role. And just now is just, you know, knowing so many different types of people. I don't think there's anyone that I've ever met the older I get that can admit they have never, ever felt, you know, the, 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 the lows of humanity or the struggles of, how are we going to pay off these med bills? How are we going to do this? And, and, and I think it's more of how we choose to respond out of that.
1: Yeah, but I think there's a different level between just having lows and then depression. actually depression. Depression is like an extended time. Yeah. No. No. Of, and of the low. so to fully answer the question, like
0: you know, I look at my brother who, to be honest with you, he should not be here. Sure. Um, he 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 uh, he had a had a, an ulcer that ruptured every 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 ounce of blood in his body is is from infusions. They're not from him. Right. And, you know, I think that's a major blessing and a blessing that God gave him to be able to have that miracle of life. Right. Um, And I've had to see him bout that of being in the hospital for months on end. And, and, you know, you hear of these stories of COVID patients that are doing the same thing. My brother had to walk through that as, as well alone. Right. And so watching him go through that depression and looking at some of my other students who I've known have struggled with suicide and have struggled with mental health and, and not just like the, the Mental health, go, go get a happy life for some sure. vitamin D, but some serious, yeah. We this we gotta work like, like you're not okay, like, yeah. we need to come alongside you and just love the snot out of you. So, right. yeah, I've seen so many people come through either my office doors or through my life that are just they struggle, they full fledged struggle, sure.
1: And, and I know personally, people in my life, I actually had two friends that have um committed suicide because of depression, mm. they just couldn't take it anymore, and um. And just ended it all. And uh, I have a family, a very close family member who I won't say how I'm related to them because of private reasons. I haven't asked permission. And um, but uh, they tried to commit suicide and uh, almost didn't make it. Um, And (laughs) it was a scary time um, because I love this person deeply, and I would never want to see that happen to them. And um, you know, you try to reach out and they kind of reject it because. I'm a Christian and (laughs) the people, my family doesn't tend to like to be around me or Janiel because we're Christians and we don't even have to say anything. It's just the light that exhumes from us. They just don't like to be around because they think that we're goody two shoes, even though we never say anything, we just live for Christ, Mm -hmm. which that can happen. Um, So yeah, I definitely know multiple people that um, have been depressed, have had anxiety, have been on medication for depression, for anxiety, have attempted suicide, have committed suicide, it's just so prevalent, and I'm not even just talking about worldly people. I'm talking about Christians also that have had to deal with this stuff. Um, just even outside of like our small little group that we know together. Just, I mean, there's just so many people that have had um, struggles and, and bouts with it. And even if you go way go, go on the way back train to earlier episodes, um, that the inter- three interviews with Paul Lindgren, where Paul mm. Lindgren talks about his story of affair and his wife leaving him and, and, and all that stuff. And and then another affair, And all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and he talks about the bouts of depression that he went through, um, through all that. And this guy was a strong Christian in the faith going through all this and dealt with it and, and had to see a therapist and, um, you know, and had to deal with that. And he talks about all that in those three episodes. Um, so it's something that's very prevalent in the church, but nobody ever talks about. Well, nope.
0: well, I think it's because it's scary to talk about. It is
1: scary. Well, and I don't think people understand I really know how to deal with it and, mm-hmm. and we'll get into to different ways of how we can help others that are dealing with it or and how we can seek help ourselves yeah, so, that sounds good but before we do that uh, you know we've kind of it's a dark episode it really is it's a it's a heavy topic to talk about. And so I want to uh, bring a few scriptures into it of some of the promises that God gives to people that may be struggling with anxiety or depression. Yeah, bring like, to it. There's so many scriptures. I think in all, there was over 60 scriptures that I could have chose from of just that talked about just different things on how mm. God views us and all this. And I just selected a few. Um, so Psalm 34, 17 through 18 says, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears and rescues them from their troubles. The Lord is near the brokenhearted; He saves uh, those crushed in spirit. That was my verse when I was going through all and this stuff. It, and it's it's such a powerful verse. Just to remember. And again, you may not feel it in those times of darkness, but he, he's there. <laughs> and this is how he views you. And th- this is a good thing to, to try to remember in those times. Um, sorry, I've got the LaCroix um, burpees. <laughs> uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come to me, all of you who are weary and, uh, and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Psalm 40, 1 through 3. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he turned to me and heard my cry for help. He brought me up from a desolate pit out of the muddy clay and set my feet on a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear, and they will trust in the Lord. Man, just David and these Psalms, of the, you could see the struggle that he had and, and how God's just, his promises pour out on him. Mm-hmm. Psalm 94, 18 through 19. If I say my foot is slipping, your faithful love will support me, Lord. When I am filled with cares, you comfort. your comfort brings me joy. Philippians 4, 6-7, don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-5, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, not the God of a little comfort, but of all, all comfort, comfort. He comforts us in all our afflictions so that we may be able to comfort those who, uh, who are in any kind of affliction. So he comforts us so we can comfort others. Through the comfort we ourselves receive from God, for just as the sufferings of Christ overflow to us, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. So is God around in our depression? Well, I, I think the answer is yes, and here's three quick verses to remind us of that. 1 John 4 15 through 17 says, Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God remains in him and he in God. And we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love. And the one who remains in love remains in God and God remains in him. In this love is made complete with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment because he is, um, because as he is, so also are we in this world. So if we love God, God is in us. Mm-hmm. He ain't going nowhere. Uh, Romans 8, 38 and 39. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any th- other thing created uh, will be able to separate us from the love of God. That is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Psalm 55, 22. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. We can't sustain ourselves. He will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous... To be shaken,
0: yeah. Can I have one more verse of that? I know that was the last it. one. Go for it. Um, Isaiah forty three two says, "When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you, and the rivers will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, and the flame will not burn you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, and your Savior." Now, in that passage, that's specifically talking to the Israelites. Sure. But if we're God's children, He right. promises to be with us and, through all, all of it. You and know? again,
1: there's over sixty verses, and a lot of them are Psalms or the Old Testament where God promised His people that He's not going to leave them or forsake them, that He's going to be with them always, even till the end of the age. Yeah, yeah don't fear. for Matthew twenty eight. Yeah. So, yep. Um, you know,
0: uh, and then then you got all the way to Revelations where you know one day He'll come back and make all things new. Right.
1: So, so there's
0: hope in the meantime there's hope in the future
1: so where where is god in our depression anxiety he's right there with you so how can we come alongside others that might be struggling with depression or anxiety we're going to start there first and we're going to go into how we can seek help for ourselves. yeah okay um this is just a quick seven things that i thought of right as i'm sitting here praying and contemplating this and one is pray for him you know prayer is the way the mode that god chooses to work through all things is a hey, Make your request known to me, <laughs> and I'll take care of it. Um, so prayer is a is a big thing. Uh, I would always start there. Uh, stay close to them, but allow them space and time. So this is a big thing that I think that people were like, "Well, I just got to be around them all the time to make sure they don't hurt themselves." And sometimes, when I was
0: going through my crap, I didn't want to be around people all the time, right?
1: And that's the big thing is that sometimes too much, too much is too much. You know what I mean? If you're if you're always on them or always contacting them checking on them. It's like, it's just too much. And I don't, I don't want that near me. You want to be a trusted source to them. You want to say, Hey, thinking about you today. I love you. And leave it at that. That requires no response from them. but you know, every once in a while, just reach out, just try to stay close to them, but also allow them space. If they need the space, uh, remind them of God's promises. We read some of the verses today, Uh, For Christians, this is something that we can do. We can remind each other of of the promises. Now, beating them over the head with it is probably not a good thing. Again, allow them space, but remind them that you're there and remind them that God's there. Uh, For unsaved, this is a little bit harder to do uh, because they don't know who God is, so his promises mean nothing to them. Um, Number four, don't try to fix them. Just be there. I don't have to. When you're struggling with depression, I don't have to. Uh, come and fix your situation. Just
0: sit there in the mess.
1: Sometime, you just, yeah, just like Job's friend. That's just like, like, like Job. Job's yep. friends did the best thing they could have done. They just went and sat with them Until him they opened their mouth. For days, and then they opened their mouth and screwed up. But for the very first part, they did the best. They just were there. I'm just there with you. I don't have to fix things. I'm just here for you. I'm a, I'm a shoulder to cry on. I'm an ear to listen. I'm a person to hug. Mm-hmm. I'm just here. Um, number five, point them towards professional help. This is something that I think... We as fixers, I'm a fixer. Yep, me too. We forget to do <laughs> uh, is, is point up to help. You know, whether it's a doctor, if it's a medical imbalance like we talked about earlier, or a therapist, which um, I know you I see by week you, you see, I, and many of others have seen. Hi Neil. Um, hi Neil. <laughs> I've contacted Neil, but I never followed through with it, and that's my fault, Neil. <laughs> I apologize. You can you can whip me later. Uh, or a pastor, you know, if they're trained, if they, if they're a trained pastor that's trained for these types this, of things. Though
0: there, there, there is something helpful with having someone speak into your life that literally has zero thing to gain sure. or zero, like, like like Neil, for example. Sure, it didn't matter what he say or did. He didn't have. Um, I'm trying to think of the word that the 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 terminology that I'm thinking of is the fact of whether I took his advice or not. That was my own choosing. Right. It wasn't like, like like you know, like if you have a pastor in your life that is invested. Now it's good to have a pastor that sure. is invested in you.
1: Well, and there's a difference between just a regular pastor and a pastor who's trained in trained in psychology. In this type of thing. Because yeah. um a pastor who's not trained in it can only take you so far. Right. They 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 can do the pray for you, stay close to you, but give you space, remind you of God's promises, and just be there for you. They can do those first four things. Right. But they can't do much beyond that or help you
0: psychological right
1: exactly help you dissect why you're feeling this way and 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 kind of walk you through and i think that's where a lot
0: of you know maybe we'll pause here for a second i think that's one place that the church tends to fail right because you know like there's a a really good friend of mine um she's very open about this so so i can speak into it but she was diagnosed bipolar recently right and as a teenager she struggled with it and you know her youth pastor always said well Apparently, your faith is like you just need to have faith. You need to pray more. Yeah. And her parents, it's like you know, it's a question of well, who sinned, you or your parents, type right. thing. And, right. and which know, is
1: what the church tends to do,
0: right? And and you see that in New Testament with the man who was born blind. The disciples are like, yo, who screwed up, him or his parents? And yeah. Jesus is like, um, neither. He was born neither. He was
1: born this way for this time, for this reason, <laughs> right? And and this <laughs>
0: and my and my friend who was born bipolar. And there's even if you look up, you know, Christians and bipolar on the Gospel Coalition. There's someone out there who speaks openly about her story, right you know, my friend, she's able to use her story to say, you know what, this was done wrong. This is what should have been done. Right. But I'm going to use this to continue to talk about Jesus and what he means in, in my life. So she's using it in a way to bring God glory in that. Sure. Um, but you know, at the same time, I think a lot of Christians tend to just say, oh, you know, you know, obviously we need to pray for people, but oh, just pray more about it, have more faith. Right. Just 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 fix it. If you truly love God, right. then maybe he'll he'll take it away from you. Cause I think that's the thing that people get scared about with these verses and these promises, the fact of Oh, but this isn't good enough. It's not helping me psychologically right. with these things. And but we need to hang on, on to promises. And but that's and the, the thing.
1: That's the thing. Is you're not there throwing verses at them to fix them. You're just it's got to be a reminder. Hey. Right. I God. I, I don't like how we were just talking earlier. I don't feel God around. Well, God's around. I'm just letting you know. The, though you don't feel him right now, he's there. He's there. He's carrying you right now. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And, and it's just that quick reminder. It's not, I'm going to beat you over the head. Or you lack faith. He's always there for you. We're not saying that. It's right. just a quick reminder of his yeah. promises.
0: But, but yeah, so 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 beyond just you know being there and listening and, and being that comfort. Help them. Help them help figure out. them the help that they the,
1: need. The, yeah, whether it's a doctor, therapist, pastor, what, whatever you know. You may not know a doctor or therapist, so point them to a pastor that may know or, or seek a pastor out saying, hey, do you know a therapist that <laughs> – Right. In the
0: same way that if someone is actually sick, you don't just say, "Well, maybe you need to have a little bit better faith," because this not is not proof sh- of your faith. No, not unless you're one of those faith doctor. dealers. <laughs> Goodness, no. But like you know, if someone broke their leg, it's not right. like, "Oh, just you. you what, what? What? What sin did yeah. you do to have your yeah, leg broke? bro right. well, you just need have more faith." No, go see the stinking doctor, bro, because something's wrong. Right.
1: So always point them to, towards professional health. Yeah. That's number five. So number six is be patient with them, and this is something that. Um, some people do well with some people don't. Some people are very patient and just this process could take years, mm-hmm. could be in a lifetime. If it's a, if it's a medical, uh, depression
0: walking through with people, can just got to long. Yeah. You
1: just got nah, to, it, it comes back to, um, the gifts of the spirit and one of them is patience. And you Mm. just have to exuberate that at all times and just be patient with them and long suffering. And, and that's just part of it.
0: And that's love. That's first Corinthians 13 and first Corinthians 13 comes out of first Corinthians 12 where we're all part of the body to be with each other. Exactly.
1: So that's part of it. And then number seven is be faithful to them. And this is so important. Uh,
0: This one didn't cross my mind. So I'm, I'm, I'm I'm curious.
1: So be faithful. So during depression and, and, uh, there's times that you may want to just throw your hands up in the air and be like, there's just no just hope. Screw it and walk there's away. just no hope. You're just going to sit in your and wall are in your depression and just and walk. Or I just, you're so, you're such an Eeyore, I just can't be around you anymore. And that is the wrong thing to do for them because that is not loving. You got to be faithful to them. That's part of that long suffering of, hey, I'm just going to love you no matter how long it takes. I'm going to love you through this.
0: So here's a question then for you. Sure. They're just thinking through it. Like, cause you know, there's, Back up a little bit. Part of mental health right now and a common thing you see in mental health is to cut out people in your life, whether they be family, old friends, whoever, that cause you a lot of mental harm and anguish. Like, like you know, I have a friend of mine who both of them, they, they literally cut out both sets of parents because both sure. sets of parents were, you know, abusive and sure. they still have issues and they're just, they're not okay people. So they're like, we want our kids to not experience this. And that's a choice they made for their mental health. Mm-hmm. So when I see be faithful to them, though, at what point do you have someone who's just those friends who are just the, the woe is me and the complainer and the this and this and this? And at some point you're like, I can't do anymore because it's literally causing me to get dragged down into it as well. Mm Because, you know, you see in the Bible, you know, if someone is, I'm not saying this is a sin. I'm saying if someone's sinning, you rebuke lest you fall into that same sin as well. Mm -hmm. At what point do you as, the, you know, I'm not saying this is you, but I'm walking alongside you. And you're dragging me into this, which now is affecting my relationship with my wife and my kids. And because of all the weight that you're putting on me with your depression and not, not your depression, that's not the right word, but the, 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 the struggles you're having, mm-hmm. not saying they're legitimate or illegitimate. Mm-hmm. At what point do you though say, look, you either get professional help or we're done mm. because I, I like, is there a point though at which you say, You know, I'm not saying God helps those who help themselves, but if you're just going to sit there and wallow in something, and normally this, I guess this comes back to, I'm I'm processing this out verbally. A lot of times those are people that put themselves into their own messes Mm. and that not, not, you know, life is just hard and I'm not okay. and I need someone with me. You know, at some point it's like, you know, you're, you're, you're the master of your own demise. At what point do you walk away? I don't know if that question even is pertinent to this conversation now that I've processed it out loud a little
1: bit. Well, I'll try to attempt to speak to it. Yeah, um, It's not the best analogies, but I'm going to give them anyways. All right, go for it. Uh, I'm going to listen and learn. When you were talking about it, I was thinking of the Good Samaritan. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. The, the Samaritan walked by the Jewish person, who they were always at odds, right? And it was burdensome socially, financially physically to take him and care for him. And not only did he do that, but he said, Hey, whatever cost, whatever the burden be, I will be back to take care of the burden. Right
0: now the Samaritan, you know, he was destroyed by things he
1: couldn't control. You know, Samaritan was destroyed by things he couldn't control. You talk about the Jewish person.
0: I'm sorry, yeah, the Jewish person, because Merton took care of the Jewish person. Yes. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Wow, that was a new Bible story. I've like, never wait, heard what? that one
1: before. What are you reading out of the mess? No. <laughs> sorry. No, keep going. The Le- LeBron James Bible or what? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> the coffee's wearing off, I guess. Um, so, yeah, he wasn't necessarily uh the cause of his own demise. How was he? He was jumped and robbed, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's depression. Sometimes things happen to you and you get depressed. And so do we become like the priest and just walk by? Mm. Or do we stop and say, hey, no matter what, no matter what the costs, I'm going to help this brother out.
0: Because you would want someone to do that
1: for you. Again, right? Jesus did not come for the healthy. He came for the sick, right? Mm-hmm. And depression is a is a form of, it's a sickness, but it's not... I don't want to be like, oh, well, you're you know, mentally sick or something like that because it's not always that. It's just sometimes <laughs> the burdens. pressures of life, Sometimes, it, Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's just the burdens. Sometimes it's the situation that you didn't ask for or put yourself in, but it's brought you. Sometimes it is. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I think that we're called to be long-suffering. Mm. I don't see... I see if they reject the message of Christ... That's the only time I've seen Christ. Jesus himself said, well, they've rejected me, so I've dusted off my feet and walked on. You know, out of his own town, he was rejected. But I don't see anywhere else in Scripture where where Christ ever, like, it's just like, yeah, I'm done with you because you're too much work. He was always long-suffering. His disciples were always long-suffering. How corrupt was the Corinthian church that <laughs> Paul has to write a letter to him about the corruptness? Mm-hmm. And, and that was not the first time. He wrote two, uh, well, supposedly he wrote four letters or five letters. Who knows how many visits? Long-suffering, you know, that comes from.
0: Love is patient, love is kind, it doesn't envy or boast. And
1: Keeps that's no in where? First love. Corinthians, first right? First Corinthians 13. So he's telling them, hey, look, I'm, I'm being, you guys are the thorn in my side. We don't know what that really was for Paul, right? But there was some sort of long-suffering that had to take place with whatever was going on, mm-hmm. whatever burden he was having to carry. And I think that that's what we're supposed to be, mm, that no like matter that. what situation we suffer through with those who we call brother, who we say we love.
0: So, so to, to read, not rehash them, but to, to revisit them. So how should we come alongside someone who's not us, but they are struggling with depression, anxiety, right. not really, I'm sure going to just run do. through yeah. them real Let's fast, run through them again. I'll, I'll shut up. Number,
1: now. number one, pray for them. Number two, stay close to them, but allow space um, and time. Uh, number three, remind them of God's promises. Number four, don't try to fix them; just be there. Number five, point them towards professional help. Number six, be patient with them. Number seven, be faithful to them. So, now what do we do? What should I do if I feel depressed, anxious, or suicidal? Mm, bring it close to home. Um, talk to a loved one. Talk to call a friend. Seek professional help from a pastor or a therapist. If you're thinking suicide. I encourage you. I even wrote it down, and I'm going to say it right now. Call the suicide hotline 1-800-273-8255. That's the Suicide Prevention uh, Lifeline. I've also, I'm have also i going to put the um, the the link to their website where you can chat on, uh, anonymous unanimous, or anonymously. anonymously. Thank you. <laughs> uh, chat with somebody online. Um, so you don't have to give them your name or any of your information, but you can just chat with them online. If you, if you don't feel like talking on the phone, we're going to put that in the show notes. Um, so if you're feeling that way, I, I encourage you to reach out to them, reach out to a friend. If you're thinking, hey, hey, I just need somebody to come sit with me right now. Um, I would say suicide is never the answer. I would say, um, you may feel like it's hopeless, but it's not. There's always hope, always hope, always hope. Um, and there's always somebody that loves you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in this moment I know it's hard, but think about that person and what what you would what it would do to them to lose you. But
0: but not even that, you know, because I don't want to say, you know, live your life because there's someone else, no, but live no. your life because God loves you too.
1: Yeah. You but know? if you're struggling with depression you may be struggling to find somebody that, that you think that loves you or feeling loved, but mm. do you love? And if you love what would it do to the people that you love? Right. Because, you know, you see these pastors commit
0: suicides, and they had yeah. young kids and wives, and for some reason, you know, their battle with mental health and depression and anxiety got the best of them. Yeah. And, you know, now this this wife and these kids have to deal with that. Yeah. I'm not saying deal. That's not the right answer, but they have to live with the reality that that they lost their dad.
1: Right. You know? Yeah, and it's a hard thing. Um, it could even just be a co-worker and, and what that does to a coworker or to a neighbor, Uh, it just, you don't know, you don't know because you're gone, but I've seen enough of the destruction Mm. (laughs) from, from the couple of people that I know that have followed through with that, that I can tell you, that's not the answer. It's not, it's not. And, and you are loved and Mark and I are always here. 574-400-5352, shoot us a text, say, I need to talk right now. And we will call you day or night. Somebody will call you. We'll do it. Yeah, I'm like, S- if somebody we're awake, will call. You. We'll do our best. I, I, I keep my phone by my bed. If I look over and see a text like that, I'll call you. I like it. Um, you are loved by us, and you are loved by God, and and we at RTC are here for you. <laughs> I mean, we're here for you, um, but we don't claim to be professionals either. And you need to seek professional help. Yep. And and the start of that is to call that suicide prevention hotline one eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five, and um, they can help you get the help that you need in this situation. Mm-hmm. So I just want to read one quick thing from Focus on the Family, and then I got a couple quotes to remember God's faithfulness. And I like it. And then we'll close it Just yeah, since we're at an hour, and did you almost 15, say dismiss? We'll dismiss. No, it sounded like you almost said, And Then we'll dismiss. Well, maybe we will. <laughs> um, so they had a couple points, three bulletins of, um, of things that we can do with when we're dealing with depression, reject, guilt. And it's called Embrace the Cure. It says, at times depression can relate to emotions that have been ignored or pushed away for years. Be willing to face them through Christ's strength. As Matthew 5, 4 says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Number two, though not advisable in every situation, medication may provide Needed physical help for people struggling with depression. Talk to a doctor about it. Number three, reaching out for Christian counseling can provide support, help you address underlying causes of your depression, and help you develop a plan of action. And again, a therapist can do that for you as well, whether it's a Christian therapist, Neil, yep. or uh, just, just somebody that can walk alongside you during this. Yeah,
0: and I think something that would be helpful too is removing the stigma around depression and anxiety because let's be honest we all deal with it you know and i think a lot of times people are ashamed and scared to speak up and talk now sometimes because (laughs) because, you know certain pastors preach very poorly about it like um well
1: and you and i've both said even to this day i still struggle with anxiety i'm sure you do i mean uh, it's not a shameful thing it's not
0: No, it's, it's something that we all go through and and that's not an excuse of, Oh, we all go through it. So it's okay. It's the fact of, no, we're all broken people who need Jesus. Exactly. Um, but the fact of, you know, sometimes it takes a humble pill to say, I'm not okay. Sometimes it takes, you know, just removing the stigma and the shame to say, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously not doing okay right now. Right. And that's okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's just not okay to stay there. Right. Exactly.
1: So I want to read two quick quotes and then, um, if you've got any, that'll be my last no, final thoughts. I'd say then, let's do
0: the two quotes and go right into fun facts with Fuller, and man. And we'll try
1: to do a fun fact. <laughs> we'll try to do a fun fact after this one. Um, so God doesn't want us to be consumed with worry and anxiety. Instead, he wants us to turn our worries over to him and to trust him for the future. That comes from Billy Graham. The great, the great Billy Graham. This next one comes from Charles Stanley, my boy Charles. Um, and he says, as you walk through the valley of the unknown, you will find the footprints of Jesus both in front of you and beside you. So he's walking ahead of you, making sure the path is clear, and walking beside you, being with you through it all. And so just remember those couple of things. Time for Fun Facts with failure. <laughs> this is a sombering I know, man. episode it's, I'm just that was kinda... like heavy. It's very yeah. heavy. And it's hard to go into a fun fact, but we cannot disappoint. <laughs> I don't even want to talk anymore. <laughs> well, you're going to have to talk. gummit, <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> you do the outro. That's true. That's true. All right, boss. What All you right. got for the fun fact to close this episode? So the fun fact of today is, did you know that there's a man whose final resting place is on the moon? Uh, no, So the, the final resting place of Dr. Eugene Shoemaker is the moon. The famed U.S. Geological Survey... Astronomer trained the Apollo astronauts about craters, but never made it into space. Mr. Shoemaker had wanted to be an astronaut, but was rejected because of medical problems. His ashes were placed on board the Lunar Prospector spacecraft before it was launched on January 6, 1998. NASA crashed the probe into a crater on the moon in an attempt to learn if there was water on the moon or not. Huh. Now, is it the fact of it was supposed to crash? Yes, it was an intentional crash. to Oh, to see crater. if they can
0: get into
1: the core of the... To see if there's so any water. So his
0: ashes literally are embedded <laughs> into the yeah, moon. Yeah, it just... Yeah,
1: he, <laughs> well, because he taught them about craters, too. So he taught the Apollo astronauts about craters, so they crashed it into a crater.
0: <laughs> Let's be honest. If there's a way to go, man. Out with the
1: blaze of glory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty. That's a good fun fact, my that's friend. That's another
1: good fun fact. That
0: is another good fun fact. You know what's another good fun fact? What's that, Mark? We are two real dudes who want to have real conversations with our RTC family. That
1: is correct. You know, we
0: always say this, you know, Instagram. Uh, Facebook. You no, know, those are two fantastic ways to reach us at Real Talk Christian Podcast. Another great way is by email, Real Talk Christian Podcast at gmail.com or our phone number slash text message 574-400-5352.
1: You got right? it, buddy.
0: Yes. And if you forgot everything that I just said, that's okay. Just go to the show notes and you can get the links for all of that or go to Real Talk Christian Podcast dot com here's the deal if you're new and you're trying to figure out okay i'm not like let's be honest dude we got a huge we have a huge arsenal of a library we do like it's, at it's first, massive it is a massive library content and the fact that some people have listened to hundreds of hours well of us this is a hundred
1: this is episode 133 i believe and that's not including the bonus content that's true and we got.
0: I think we. Are, I think we're gonna have an interview before this that we're recording way after recording that, that we might. Yes, slide probably. In. So, so it
1: might be 134. I'm so so sure. we
0: have well over 130. I, I mean, we have well over 140 hours of content. And you might be thinking, guys, I don't know where to start. If you go to the website, scroll right below. what's called the hero image, by the yes. way, the main part where you land. There are some really quick, quick sections of where you want to start. So if you want, I want to know basics about Christianity. Uh, basics about family and dating and relationships, you know, there's seven different topics there that you can click where it shows you specific episodes related to that specific topic for you to get started, just to get, hey, quick answers to quick life questions that you have. Or, and if you really enjoy yeah.
1: the podcast, just start at episode one and be a rewinder.
0: There you go. <laughs> or if you're really confused, just click the search button on the website and you can actually search and it'll pull up all the episodes related to that search.
1: Or you could just click the listen button and, and <laughs> say, what's the list of episodes and just start scrolling.
0: I love it. But hey, just like we've already said, if you listen over on Apple Podcasts, we would love it and we would be honored if you let this review and a rating spotify just a rating all those other places i don't know just just tell us that you listen that that would be absolutely amazing but before we let these beautiful people go fuller is there anything else we got to cover to be covered all my friend
1: well if you don't want to uh leave us a review but you still want to reach out we're always available for questions you can either email us dm us uh you can reach out through text you can call us we may answer we may not all the things everything just just all all the things so just I, hit encur- us up. I encourage you to always reach out to us we talked about if two people get a hold of us and want a facebook group we'll put a facebook book out maybe i'll throw that out on instagram before this episode ever airs so maybe it already exists so uh, if so go ahead and join our facebook group to start the conversations <laughs> with the rest of the rtc community
0: i love it but hey guys we love you guys we're thankful for you all thanks again for joining us for another installment of real talk christian podcast but until next time
1: take it easy